Hello everyone, this is The Universe Just Recognized Herself. My name is Abby. I want to welcome you back for another episode. I am so grateful to have you guys here. If you haven't yet checked out my book, How to Get Here, it's still available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you can purchase it on there. I'll put the links in the description and I'm so excited to have you guys explore my journey, Awakening to the Spirit of the Universe and all things wonderful light and full of uh ascended love so i have a really special guest joining me today for the episode i have just made my trek west i am in california right now and staying with a dear friend devony and um i'm going to be having her on this episode today we're going to be talking about um what it's like to adult and some of the struggles that we have come to face and, and the pain that has really resurfaced, resurfaced for me and surfaced in general since I have arrived in this amazing town of Los Angeles. <laughs> so without further ado, Devani, hello, hello. Hello, so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm so grateful to um, be staying in your space. So thank you for housing me. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm happy um, to. Yeah, I, maybe you can share with some of the listeners what it is that you're working on to create in your life and introduce yourself a little bit. Mm, okay. I am 22. I'm a photographer and intuitive healer here in LA. I came out here really just open to whatever California had in store for me. Um, but boy, did it take me for the loop. Um, I kind of, the first few months I was out here, I went through severe mental illness of anxiety, depression, PTSD, um, first time moving away from home, away from people that I knew and loved, um, out into this big, giant city where I knew only a handful of people, and I felt very isolated, and it really forced me to turn inward. Um, and through my kind of death process, I, and sometimes I feel like I'm still mm -hmm. in it, <laughs> mm -hmm. but um, I have learned so much about me. I've learned how important it is to face our shadows and to really be with um, ourselves even through the hard times through the times we don't necessarily want um, but definitely are serving its purpose and I am so happy that I'm doing this today because the past week or so I feel like I've expanded a lot just in my awareness around my being and I feel like you being here has helped me with that immensely 
um, and I'm so thankful. Um, but I have kind of reawakened to myself and um, the reason for being here, and that is just to be here. And yeah, to, yeah. Um, do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Do the things that fulfill me and bring me joy. Um, because when I'm vibrating high, when I'm happy, when I'm um, at that high frequency, I'm exuding this light that will that is so much more impactful than anything that I'm trying to force myself to do. Mm, That's something that I feel like we've been touching on a lot lately. So for those of you listening to Devani's um, openness to her, her journey thus far, kind of exploring and navigating being alone, being, being exploring what it means to um, seek something and looking for fulfillment that is what we've been talking a lot about Mm -hmm. and I love the way that you said phrasing joy and um when you were talking about your joy and and vibrating at that certain frequency that when you are pursuing something that you love it is actually what brings you some of the most fulfillment so I guess my question for you is how do you feel how do you view uh fulfillment right now how do i view fulfillment i feel like fulfillment is what for a while i labeled as the reason to live and because that's what everyone craves everyone wants that fulfillment in all these different aspects of their life and so I definitely think it's something desirable and essential mm. for mm-hmm. um, human existence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've found that it's the balance of seeking what fulfills you. Um, but life is... And meeting your needs, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, meeting my yeah. needs. Um, and also allowing that space for times when I'm not fulfilled and um, when I'm going through dark places to hold that space for myself. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I So literally probably an hour or so before this <laughs> podcast, an hour or so before we decided to record this, I was on the couch just sobbing and you, Devin, do I <laughs> okay side note she her name is not Devin but I've and she's told me so many times that her name's not Devin but I call her Devin it's my my permanent nickname I think at this point yes it is um my girlfriend here was holding me as I was sobbing on the side of the couch and she does a phenomenal job of holding space and in Speaking to what you were talking about in regards to fulfillment and and um, in aspiring for what it is that you want out of this life, also giving yourself time to connect with the darker aspects, the shadow aspects, and as we approach this eclipse, mm-hmm. really closing out those old cycles yeah. in order to shine light on those shadow aspects so that we can 
truly move forward. And speaking to my own experience, um, I I don't know. I haven't really cried a lot in the last few months. Um, but sitting on the couch with you really just um, hit hit different. So mm. I'd love to ask you, because some people don't really understand what it means to hold space. I'd love to ask you what mm. that means for you. For me, holding space means allowing for whatever emotion to come through without judgment, without labeling it as good or bad, and just as an experience that I am, that's flowing through me, something that wants to be seen, something that um, wants to be held and acknowledged, and so holding space for me is, is that whenever there's an emotion coming through, um, whether it's anger, whether it's sadness, whether it's um, exhaustion, depletion, all of these things, I get to when there isn't anyone else, and there has been multiple times, but when I'm in that place to really um, hold that space for myself. How do you hold space? I oftentimes will clear my room. Um, I will light incense. I will my body um so our bodies actually store emotion in ourselves yeah um yeah. i don't know if you've heard of the pain body but mm. it's something where like our energetic body that stores traumatic experiences and happy ones too um but i just lost my train of that's thought. okay <laughs> energy in motion right the pain body it's that's why we call it emotion. It's energy in mm, motion. motion. And sometimes those motions get a little clogged up in our bodies. That's why we get muscle knots. And that's why it feels so good to get a massage because you're mm. getting some of that that stored stagnant. energy, that stagnant energy pushed out of you and moved around in your body. And also that that's what makes Reiki so helpful, actually, because mm. you're spiritually, um, energetically, instead of physically with a massage, you're energetically moving some of those emotions, those energies in motion in your body. So it becomes this full circle of like, everything is connected and just yes. makes sense. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, just allowing it to move mm-hmm. and moving your body to help you do so. Um, playing music accustomed to what emotion you're feeling. If you're mad, then play some angry music and let yourself feel it like scream if you have to punch the fucking air if you have to like Mm -hmm. just any way that it wants to move let it move and rid the judgment of good or bad it's what it is it wants to be seen wants to be felt and it's it's there for that purpose and Mm -hmm. if you keep resisting it it's just gonna keep persisting Mm. so Stop resisting. Stop resisting. What you resist persists. Mm. So yes, let it flow. <laughs> we love the rhyming. The rhyming really just helps things to flow even more. It's like yeah. if it, if there if what you're doing doesn't rhyme or have like a a balance, a flip side to it, like, then quit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. So. Um, Maybe switching gears a little bit toward some of the things that we've been breaking down in this whole death process. 
speaking to the eclipse and the closing of cycles and ridding of old energy. Um, something that we have been discussing a lot in the last few days is the complete, the complete dismantling of spirituality and what it means to actually believe in something and what does it really mean to be spiritual for you? I am so happy we're talking about this because I feel like spirituality can kind of be perceived multiple ways, um, especially with it being something that was it's trending on social media um, and is also like it can be boxed, um, mm. a lot of judgment and um, saying that, yeah, just boxing. Yeah, in yeah, some sense. yeah. Um, uh, like do you cleanse your chakras <laughs> do um like seeing people wear a hamsa necklace on instagram yeah, and post about their third eye exactly. like tarot cards yeah tarot like, cards it's so things. crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me personally spirituality is just having that divine connection to source mm. um and source means different things to different people too but source to me means self Mm. Um, and the greater collective of light and love that's available to mm-hmm. us um, and through which our vessel, which is why I said self, um, gets to experience that, gets to pull from that. Um, spirituality... Pull from the self or pull from source? Um, the collective. Mm. I feel like those two kind of go intertwined for me because I believe that we are all um, vessels of light Mm -hmm. and love that that's our core that's our true nature is love Mm -hmm. Um, and love to me is source Mm. okay so mm. What does spirituality look like for you then? So if you are that vessel for love, how do you share within the how do you share that practice within the collective? Beautiful. Um, I think self awareness is one of the number one things um, to truly know why you're doing things, the intentions to your actions. I feel mm. like intention is everything, and when you're acting from a space of love is this for um my greatest good is this for the greatest good of the collective um and is it in alignment with me with my integrity what kind of person I want to be in this world that's that's how I would say yeah so align like for those of you listening aligning with the highest good of all is one of the one of the phrases that I've taken up in my practice is like, how can I behave out in the world that reflects the highest intention for every person involved, including myself? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, yeah. sometimes I will definitely slip into a place of acting out of everyone else's best interest, but not forgetting myself <laughs> and leaving myself out. So it's a seeking of balance between um, doing what's best for you, doing what's best for everyone, mm-hmm. and, fi- and and maneuvering that balance as best as you can because 
sometimes we do fall, sometimes we fall off balance, and that's why we're talking on this podcast right now is because do we ever really know what's going on? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> the more that I deepen my own self-awareness into that space of love and compassion, the more I question everything, my ego, mm-hmm. including my fundamental beliefs on spirituality. Mm-hmm. So that is what I've been deconstructing over the last few days is um, really defining what it means for me to be spiritual and for me to uh, believe in in source, which I think of it a little bit differently. Uh, I do believe that source is is God and connected to everything and everything that we see is just manifested God yeah, in I source. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And um, I believe that we are children manifested of that same divine creator mm-hmm. um, or higher power. It, it is the same for me. However, I am shifting to align with sort of, I don't want to call it a hierarchy, but it's it's a whole new perspective in believing in God, especially given the circumstances that happened to me like three days ago. I was <laughs> sitting on the sidewalk Crazy testimony, guys. I was sitting on the s- <laughs> I was sitting on the sidewalk, and my stomach started hurting so bad. And you can attest to this. Like my face did not look yeah happy. Like yeah. I was. You just bought a salad, and you're like, I cannot eat this. I was so happy. I just bought a whole salad for myself. It was like twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a twenty dollars salad that I bought for myself, and I couldn't eat it because my stomach was so upset. So I'm sitting there with my salad, like, grumpy because my stomach's hurting. And I actually started praying to Jesus because I was attempting to do Reiki on myself. But it really wasn't moving any of the energy. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to pray to Jesus. And I did. And two seconds went by and it had almost completely gone away. And the more time went on, like, maybe between two to five minutes, it was completely gone and I was completely back to normal. And then something really funny happened because this woman started walking by us and um, I just complimented her on her outfit. She was wearing all blue and I, I, I wasn't even hungry at that point anymore, but I gave her my salad and it just worked out. Everything just really worked out that day. But it was so crazy because I never experienced such a miraculous instant healing through any other energy that I've worked with before, including my own. So it was a literal miracle <laughs> for me. And it completely shifted a lot of what I had believed in as far as Jesus goes and um, understanding him as this enlightened being and what it means to follow what he taught because... Um, something that we've been talking about a lot is what the Bible actually represents. And I'd love to ask you some questions on where you come from in regards to the Bible and your perceptions. Um, I personally 
grew up in a Christian environment and rejected it because I was never given examples of what it meant to follow the light and follow love. And I really rejected it for a long time. And now I'm I'm coming back to it in a different way because I still fundamentally believe that Jesus was an enlightened, high vibrational spiritual being um, and that he was the son of God. And I... I'm just changing a little bit. I, I'm I'm not really sure exactly how to ground all of my beliefs yet. I am working through that, but I'm looking forward to sharing those changing and shifting beliefs with you guys so that if you're experiencing some of these challenging and questioning things, that you find a space to um, reside in some sort of comfort with in the confusion. So I'd love to ask you, Dev, if you'd love to share some of your background in regards to the Christian environment. And... Yeah, and this is something that we've been talking about for the past few days. Um, and because of my background, the talk about Jesus was um, triggering at first. And so I'm like, okay, I'm feeling this resistance. Let's let's lean into this. Um, so I grew up um, LDS, Mormon, and I, for 18 years of my life, was pretty like uh, pretty good follower like I uh, did what I was supposed to do I um, fit the box of that religion pretty well and I just realized how much shame there was in the religion how much and this is in my experience um, judgment and how there's the male hierarchy and all of this stuff that kind of deterred me away from the concept of Jesus altogether and so having this come up, it's been really beautiful to face um, and kind of open my mind to who Jesus really is and um, what he did stand for. And um, we've been talking about how he's really just another beautiful figure um, embodying this light and love, just like the Greek goddesses, just like the astrology, like... Um, Ganesh and mm. Krishna and all of these other people that in typically spirituality we admire and we call upon and all of these things and um, just really shifting my perspective on it and being open to what I will find out because I'm still on that journey too of where I'm still feeling hesitant towards that whole concept but I'm definitely curious and open to learning and diving into it um yeah and I think that that's important because no one actually knows what the truth really is and the only thing that we can ever ask for is our highest truth and seeking to embody our own personal highest truth and nobody as far as I know not a lot of people on this earth have it all figured out number one (laughs) and number two I'm not sure if anyone was alive at the time of Jesus or at the time of any of these ancient Sanskrit texts that religions follow and describe as these ancient gods and goddesses. So it's like, uh, whoa, what are we doing? What are we following? And how do we just... How do we know? How do we know? How what do the... we know these sources <laughs> yes. are true? What, am I, what is this? What is all this? Yeah. But... So it's really fun to navigate and to question each other. That's something that I really value within our friendship and our relationship is 
we're constantly challenging and questioning each other and opening and holding space for the other to express whatever it is they need to express without Mm -hmm. completely absorbing it or completely rejecting it. Right, because everything is so um, pertaining to our own experience, our own growing up. And I think that's something that we can kind of use as our meeting point um, is knowing that everyone grew up a different way and to come to each conversation with open-mindedness with compassion and seeking for um, understanding or really just like we talked about open to what the other person has to say what information could be there um, whether you're triggered whether it feels true both are Mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. you know yeah and you you take what resonates and you leave what doesn't, what doesn't. <laughs> and you continue on in your experience and hold on to whatever it is that you choose to hold on to your subconscious is gonna hold on to everything because it's just how it works but <laughs> you get to choose what it is you consciously hold on to yeah. and i think it goes back to the feeling Mm. Um, and again tapping into your body Mm -hmm. because your body will know the answer Mm. Um, and your ego will want Mm. to be right and yes um, your ego does want to be right and that's something that I wanted to bring up actually (laughs) (laughs) about being right because your ego wants there to be a right and, and a wrong your ego wants something that is that can be the most dangerous thing is believing that one thing is higher or better than all the rest. And that is something that actually Jesus tried to teach us. And that's something that I remember from going to church is that he was the person that washed his disciples' feet. He put himself below other people. And that is what I admire so much is the fact... I would fact say below, it's the equal. Equal. Yeah. Yeah. Equal. I like that. Equal. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Equal. Equal to... And I think, yeah, it's because he didn't label good or bad. He didn't say this is higher than the other. I'm going to wash this person's feet because they are the same as I Mm. and I want to give this service. Um, Because, yes, our ego does like to play that game. And going back to awareness again, just observing when you want when your ego wants to be right when you're feeling Mm. that and connecting back into your body to feel if it's it's warm if it's cold if it feels good if it doesn't feel good because there you will find your answers Mm. yes 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 But there truly is no right or wrong answer here we are just discussing and opening up the conversation to continue to challenge our beliefs in our constant evolution so to learn to grow to evolve Mm. i want to thank you so much Mm. deb for joining me on this podcast and this awesome conversation yes thank you thank you for having Mm. me yes and if you guys want to check her out she's an awesome photographer she is a dear soul sister of mine and if you want to go on her instagram it's underscore dev smith d-e-f at d-e-f <laughs> d-e-v-n <laughs> underscore d-e-v smith you know like johnny smith 
uh, Granny Smith, Apple Smith, whatever. Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. The normal way you smell smell Smith. Smith. <laughs> The normal way you spell Smith. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Universe Just Recognized Herself. Aloha. I love you guys. Tune in next week to see what other adventures that we have gone on to. Bye, everyone. <laughs>